Cool. Good morning, everyone. Um, if, if I haven't met you before, my name is Tim. Um, I actually don't have a name tag. I need to get one. <laughs> if I forget, it's going to be bad. Um, but if, um, if I haven't met you before, yeah, it's great, great you can um, join us and, and really welcome you here. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to bring just a short Christmas message to kind of focus us um, today. Um, yeah, if I haven't met you before, I'm married. I've got a wife, um, Tam. Mum and dad are here today. We don't have any kids yet, but we do have um, nieces and nephews, and we actually just have two new ones uh, from not long ago. Um, Tam's sister just had twins, which has really been pretty cool, Gabby and uh, Eli. And I kind of tend, or up until recently, I don't hold newborns because of the fear associated with that. <laughs> and I just, they're just born, and if I drop them, it's going to be bad, and it's just better to stay away. So I just don't ever get the whooping cough vaccination, and then I, that's my excuse. But, but because they were twins, Tam made me get it, and I ended up holding um, these little babies, and it was actually really cool. It was really nice. I actually was holding one of them. I was like, I think I could sit here all day and hold this baby. It was, it was cool. But, um, yeah, births are, are these exciting things, like the day that... Um, Maddie had the twins, Tam had something else on that night and she cancelled it to go and went to the hospital. We had somewhere else we had to be but we were really late because we were just there supporting them and, and just wanting to spend time with these um, new arrivals and yeah, births are these amazing things and in one sense it's like really normal, like everyone here was born. Um, babies are born every day, it happens all the time um, but at the same time it's amazing. It's miraculous. It's, it's an occasion for wonder and, and awe that actually, wow, this, this new person who's in the world. And I think even twins particularly, it's like double. Um, and it's, it's just even more exciting. Uh, so that's just a birth. But we're actually here today because of a birth. Um, kind of Christmas, we can get caught up in so many different things that happen, but really it's about a birth and about having wonder at this birth. Eugene Peterson says, birth Every human birth is an occasion for local wonder. In Jesus' birth, the wonder is extrapolated across the screen of all creation and all history as a God birth. We're actually here today to celebrate a birth, and we've been celebrating it for 2,000 years. We celebrate it every Sunday, every day, but particularly today is a day set aside for wonder and awe and joy and appreciation of this birth. And it's kind of sad because Christmas time probably feels more like this. I don't know what your morning's been like or maybe what the last few days have been like, um, but Christmas is like a pretty hard deadline. <laughs> and depending how organized you are, it depends on sort of what the experience is as you approach that deadline. Uh, but often it's, it's busy. And, and even today, um, you might have places you've got to be after this. Maybe you've got things in the oven already at home. Maybe you're sort of tracking what's going to happen and... and it's good that we have a day to celebrate and have time with family, but sometimes it can just be a bit of a blur. And wonder and awe doesn't really work in the busyness and the blur and the racing. So what I'm hoping and sort of my goal is today is just for the next little bit, we try to engage with wonder. We just try to slow down just for a few minutes and just really actually think about what this day is about. Really actually think about what this birth is about. A story that we've heard probably so many times, but when you actually stop and think about it, is crazy, is amazing. So I'm going to pray, 
And then we're just going to basically look at pretty much one verse in the Bible, actually only half a verse in the Bible, because we want to just engage with wonder and, and sort of meditate on this idea. And it's going to go slow. Um, basically, the, the card that you have on your chair is basically my whole sermon. So you can take that with you and, and carry it around and just, just focus on this one verse today. But I'm just going to pray. And let's just kind of be present just for this little bit of time. So, Lord, we just thank you, um, yeah, for this day set aside for you. Um, God, it just gets caught up with so many other things, which are good things, but we just ask uh, right now that you'd be the center and you'd be the focus uh, and just reveal to us the, the weight and the significance of this birth that we celebrate today. And just pray, Holy Spirit, that you'd speak through your word, just these few words of your word, and just lead us today in your name. Amen. Okay, so we're going to look at John 1.14, um, which starts with this phrase, or this, these words, the word. Um, John, John's gospel starts with this, this, this prologue, which starts talking about the word, which is this idea of God as the word of God, or the power behind the creation and the universe, he describes as the word. Another way to just translate it is when he says the word, he means God. He means the uncreated. He means the eternal. He means Father, Son, and Spirit, this being that has existed for all eternity, that, that is perfectly good and true and faithful and beautiful, the Word. He, he starts with this huge, this, this lifting up transcendence view of, of this, this baby is actually the Word, is actually this eternal, infinite God, because this birth that we're celebrating, all births have a sense of wonder and amazement to them, but this birth is unique. There's never been a birth like this birth. We read in Luke, uh, when Mary is spoken to, she asks, how, how will she have a baby? She says, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. This is a miraculous birth by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not a normal baby. Again, Eugene Peterson says this wasn't just any birth. The baby's parents and first witnesses were convinced that God was entering human history in human form. Again, we're not just talking about a fairy tale. We're not talking about just a nice story or a myth. We're talking about history. We're talking about what actually happened. It's kind of like we watch so many movies and when we were into superheroes and we're like, oh yeah, God becoming a baby, like, oh, that, that sounds cool. But no, 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 this is not a story. This is, this is literal history. Like we're saying, this actually happened in our world 2,000 years ago. So this, is, this baby is not just a baby. We actually believe that this is a baby who is God, the Word, the Eternal, the Uncreated, the Lord, is this baby. To just, again, we kind of hear it all the time, but to actually just think about that, the weight of that is, is significant. That God, the Lord, would actually enter into the story. So sometimes we might sort of say, well, yeah, Jesus was a good guy, and obviously that there was significance to his birth, and, and he was a good teacher. And, and it's like, no, this, this baby is the Word, is God in flesh. So we need a high view of this baby, of Jesus. But it keeps going. And John starts with the word, this big picture view of God. 
and says something crazy, which is that the word became flesh. Because we might go too far on the God side almost and say, well, yeah, we know Jesus is God and, and, and God's amazing and, and he's like up there and he's transcendent and he's all powerful. But, but we're actually, John's actually saying, no, no, no. Well, yeah, he actually became flesh. He didn't just appear to be human. He didn't just put on a costume. He wasn't just like a hologram or something. The word literally became a baby became flesh and blood, like as real as you can touch and feel. People touched and felt him, that real flesh and blood. Like, that's crazy. And when you think about it, yeah, there's a Holy Spirit involved in the birth, and it's this miraculous birth, but it's still a real birth. Like, Jesus was still in the womb, and everything that was involved in a birth would have been involved in Jesus being born, and everything that's involved with being a baby would have been involved with Jesus um, I mean, I'm not a parent, but so parents probably have way more experience with that. Um, and you kind of think, really? Like, like we might think, well, God, God's God. Like, God being actually flesh, like, God needing to go to the toilet, really? Like, God throwing up and, and doing, going to the, like, all the things that babies do and all the, th- all the messiness of birth. And, like, really? Like, like, yeah. Like, he actually became flesh. Like... And again, just to actually ponder that is, is crazy. Um, we might think, yeah, creation reveals God and we kind of may look at like a nice scenery and, and look at mountains and just think that reflects God's goodness and God's beauty. But in the story of creation in the Bible, the, the pinnacle of creation, the thing created that reflects God the most is humans. Actually, we are created in the image of God. Actually, we reflect God. Sometimes we might think, yeah, just creation's really nice. Humans are messy and frustrating and difficult. And this, and, and, but, but actually, Jesus entering as a baby. So it's actually humanity and flesh and, and physicality is not bad. Jesus has become a human for eternity. He's taken on physical nature forever. This is a God who becomes human. Again, a baby who is God, but a God who actually becomes human. To actually, again, just reflect on that, to think on that. The word became flesh is crazy. I think I could just ponder that forever, just the concept of that literally happening. Keeps going. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The story of the Bible is about God creating a people and humans to reflect his image. And actually, when you think about it, humans who are flesh, right, we're actually pretty vulnerable. Like, humans don't have, like, this thick skin or, like, big claws or can't really, like, lift up big stuff or anything. Like, we're actually pretty vulnerable. Like, we can coordinate and get together and figure stuff out. But just, like, on our own, humans are quite sensitive, vulnerable, fragile beings. We're actually beings that are made to be in intimate connection with an eternal, powerful God who's our provider and protector and source and our strength and actually made to live in his presence connected to him. When we're separated from that and we're just flesh, we have to figure out all these ways to protect ourselves and make life work and, and it just goes bad. We're actually flesh, but we're to be filled with his spirit and his presence. And the story of the Bible is that we've broken that, we've fallen from that, we're disconnected. But it's not a story of how do humans get back to God, it's a story of God coming to humans. 
God making his presence in our midst, bringing his presence into our midst. In the Old Testament, it was in a, in a tabernacle or in a temple. And this verse literally means in Jesus, there's a new temple. In Jesus, we meet with God's presence. The Amplified Version says, And the word Christ became flesh, human incarnate, and tabernacled. It's the tabernacle where God's presence in the Old Testament was. Fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us. That he came to be the place where we meet with God. He came as God with us. This is a human who is God with us. We look at Jesus and we see God. We see as people interact with Jesus in the Gospels, they, they meet God, they encounter the kingdom, they encounter heaven. And this is a story of a God who comes to rescue and ultimately, as we celebrate Easter, to die and to rise again, to reconcile us back to himself. So I just invite you today to take that card and, and to meditate on the significance of just these this few words, the word, God eternal, became flesh, li- literally flesh, and made his dwelling among us. Again, like I said, it's, it's hard because you're like, yeah, Tim, I know. Like, I've heard this so many times. Like, it's fine. I get, I get it. And, and like, in some ways, that, that, that can't be our response. Like, we can't say, yeah, I've heard it before. Yep, I know it. I know who Jesus is. Like, yeah, tick. Like, that's great. Like, let's move on. Like, no. Like, we, we don't move on from that. And, and it's not something that we just tick. It's something that actually, well, actually there's, there's a sense of great awe and wonder among, around who this baby is. Among who, around who this man is. There's actually a thing in the Bible um, around this that's called fear of the Lord. That actually, when we meet God or recognize God, our appropriate response is actually fear. Um, not maybe the way that we experience fear as just being really afraid of something because God's good and when he appears to people, he says, don't be afraid. It's not that we need to be afraid, but it's also similar to being afraid. It's kind of when you're looking over a cliff and there's a sense of awe and, and fear, but, but you're safe, you're okay. Um, there's, there's the fear of the Lord. And it's kind of my, similar to my fear of dropping babies. Like it's like there's a baby and there's a wonder and an awe around it. Like you don't just say, oh, yes, yeah, it's just a newborn baby. It's all good. Like I know that. Like no, it's a baby. And it's like it's not, not it's, oh, yeah, I know Jesus. It's all good. Like no, this is the word become flesh, the fear of the Lord. Eugene Peterson says, fear of the Lord is cultivated awareness of the more and other, that the presence or revelation of God introduces into our lives. I'm not the center of my existence. I'm not the sum total of what matters. I don't know what will happen next. We might approach this, this baby Jesus and sort of say, well, yeah, it's just a baby. Like, we can sort of control it or, or put it in its place or like, like just figure it out. Yeah, we know we get babies. This is like, no, this is not a normal baby. Like, this is beyond us. This is more and other. This is God at work. This is, we're not the center. This is, we don't understand. This is, we just get that to respond in awe and wonder and worship and recognize that he's God. We cannot just say, oh yeah, it's just a baby. We have to say, if, if, if this is the word become flesh, this is everything. This is, this is the Lord. Again, C.S. Lewis said famously, if Christianity, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, is of infinite importance, the only thing it cannot be is moderately important. And same with this baby. If this baby is the word become flesh, then he is infinitely important. And to be the object of our 
worship and our adoration and to be the one that we follow and give our lives to. And if he's just a normal baby, then, then this is just a waste of time. We don't, we don't need to bother at all. But if he is who he says he is, we can't just say, yeah, yeah, I get Jesus, it's fine. We have to say, wow, this is the word become flesh. He's the Lord. And actually let ourselves slow down and even try to cultivate a sense of fear of the Lord, that he is God and he's come. And he said he would come and he did. And he said he's coming back and he will. And we get to live in his grace and walk by his spirit and grow together. So I'm going to pray and then, then we've got some chance to respond with a couple of songs and to just take this opportunity again, just to sort of stay present and to engage in awe and wonder and worship and adoration of Jesus. So let's pray. Actually, maybe we could stand together if, if you're able, just ready to engage and, and focus and you guys want to. Hello? Father, we just thank you that you are God. God is God. The Lord is God. You are true. You are creator. You are eternal. Lord, you are here before anything else. God, we are not the center, but you are. You are above all. God, you are far beyond our imagination or anything we could conceive of. And you've made us in your image to worship and know you, Lord. You are Lord. And Lord, the word, you became flesh. You literally entered the story that you were writing. You entered your creation and became one with us to reveal God and to die and to rise, to rescue. And Lord, we just ask that by your spirit, you would bring revelation today, God. Just even help us in our hearts and minds to slow down and to stop. In the same way, sometimes we're just blown away by the fact that we're alive um, or the fact that we're breathing. God, we just be blown away by you, the fact that you're our God and you've come, and even that you're here now. So Holy Spirit, just lead us as we worship and just meet with us today, we pray in your name. Amen.